As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a... Josh Cohen and home team. To Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 1063. Because every day above ground is a good day. Some are just better than others. And any day you get a chance to go to the old ball game. Remember the song, Dean? Root, root, root for the who? Home team. That's what's up. We are live from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, and it is spring training 2023. Boston Red Sox, Miami Marlins in the house later on tonight. First pitch, 640. Plenty of time if you're hearing this and not knowing what you're doing tonight. But we are live for the next two hours here inside the underbelly, or actually, no, the main concourse of... Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. I see Mike Bauer already taunting me with my giant fat head. Already. As he places it over his head. About yeah. the same size. His real head. Yeah. My fat head. <laughs> about the same size. Yeah. Ain't it? Our buddy Mike Bauer is going to join us at the bottom of the hour, and hopefully he's bringing some of the uh, new offerings. Because one thing that's exciting about spring training, aside from being so close to the players, so close to the action, you'll never be closer to MLB players in your life than you will spring training. But every year, there's new menu items. Ooh. There's some new twist. There's some new invention, concoction. There's something that you just got to try. And I know, Theo, this is your spring training home, Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. I love, 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 love this stadium. Love it not only because of the centralized location here in Jupiter with all the food around here, but the food here. Dean Dogs? And we're not talking Whoa, about we're not, Hold Thomas. on now. Hold on now. <laughs> we're not talking about Dean Thomas. Oh. Because Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, the Dean Dogs, buttery bun, Great, great uh, piece of meat in that bun. Okay, you practice this. <laughs> no, you should. <laughs> what do you mean? What? Why is he laughing at you? It's no. the best ballpark frank around. The Dean Dog. I know. I mean, I'm gonna get me one. No, you no. Know, then I need to get one before <laughs> I leave. We're laughing at your improv too. Great piece of meat. Yeah. <laughs> all in your mouth. Great piece of meat slathered right between the buttery buns. Great Can't piece miss. of meat. Yeah. All in your item. all in your gullet. Yeah. Can't miss item. Down your throat. There's only so many places though where you go there and you're like, yo, I gotta have, I gotta have a hot dog. Spring training is one of them. That's gotta be of one course of them. It is. So you gotta come and pull up and check it out. Spring training is. That's right. Um, so we are going to be live today is the pre-show to the pre-show to the pre-show. First pitch, 640. So, again, if you don't got plans, uh, it's your Boston Red Sox and your Miami Marlins. And the gates will open here shortly. They'll be batting practice and all the above. But there is something that is romantic about spring training. And I don't mean it in a lovey, kissy, kissy way. Romantic in the sense of nostalgia and sentimentality. Because spring training also means that hope is alive for every team in Major League Baseball. Hope springs eternal. And it begins when you first hear the crack of the bat. Because I don't care who your team is and how bad they are. When spring training begins, you feel like anything is possible. So what is crack? The, that's the crack that's, of the bat? Yeah, that's, I was trying to do the crack of the bat. That's not close. No, that wasn't. If that's what just, it sounds like when you hit the ball, you're oh. probably doing something wrong. <laughs> you sound like you're trying to do um, Billy Joel Allentown. <laughs> ah, the steam engine. Listen, I got to be careful. I can't be roaming around here too much. 
because they've been looking for me because they want me to pitch tonight. And mm. I told them I couldn't because I had to do the radio show. Oh, yeah. So you could do both, actually. Could do I both. could do both, but, like, yeah. I, I don't have a chance to really warm up the arm, you know. Have you ever even thrown a first pitch? I'm not even sure you have. I have. Have you thrown Never. a first pitch? I have thrown a first pitch. At a spring training game? Yes. W- who was playing? Yeah, that's what I, I thought. I can't remember. Uh, we saw we saw Theo do it once upon a time. Last right, year. Right over the plate. I've done it twice. You did not throw it over right the plate. Right over the plate. So he threw it soft, though. The, catcher, yeah. the Smart. catcher didn't even have to move. It was a, didn't you even have to move. It was a, uh, you lobbed it up and it came back down? Is that it, how you I'm going to be honest. Pitch. Dean's former fighter, uh, who was the UFC welterweight champion in the world, who, by the way, is the reason why Jake Paul, the whole universe, was out of whack, Tyron Woodley, he and I bonded once upon a time over the idea that if anything you do in your life in front of people, this is one of the most terrifying. Throwing a first pitch is one of the most terrifying no. things that you do in front of people because you get inside your own head. No, you do. Not for me. I, I threw a frozen rope right over the plate. A frozen <laughs> rope. Frozen that's a, that's a, it was a laser beam. Shoo-pow. Is, is that how it went? Yep. Paint the picture for these people and then tell them again exactly how it sounded when you threw your fictional uh, imaginary first pitch. So I was up on the plate, right? Well, and so that's, that's where you messed up. You know you I, mean? I, was, I was on the mound, actually. Uh-huh. So I was right up on the mound, right? And as I'm standing on the mound, Tommy Lasorda looks at me and goes, kid, you got it. And he said, <laughs> I, he said I can see it in your eye. Okay, said, first of all, the only mound you've been on are the ones next to Almond Joy. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, this is the time I was, I was kid, throwing out my it. first. Yeah, Tommy Lasorda. Tommy said Lasorda said, kid, yeah, you, what said, year was this? It was a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then, and so then I, I, I gave him a wink. Kink, and it, it made that sound too. Kink, and then I wound up just like Bugs Bunny. Yeah, all the elaborate wind up. So, yeah. Because I wanted to give them a little switch so that they couldn't really see what was going on. I had to whoo, whoo, did a little split, 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 and then bink, and then right it froze the first, shoo, pow, right in the first place, right in right in the home plate, and the catcher <laughs> right caught it right, base. and the catcher caught it right, and then as soon as he caught it, he took his hand out the glove. He took his hand out the glove, started shaking his up. And then he picked up his glove and steam was coming off the glove. It was fire. Yeah, it was oh like goodness. fire and steam, like oh, smoke. Man. And then they said, and then they wanted to sign me. And yeah. then I was like, nah, I do this radio show with Josh Cohen right. throughout yeah. the week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I can't really come out like that. So. That was very descriptive. Yeah. That was extraordinarily. What's amazing was I knew what he was going to say next. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I knew I knew when he threw the, bu- the, when he threw the frozen rope, and it hit the glove and went pop. I knew that the catcher was going to take his hand out the glove, shake his hand to try and get the feeling back in it. And I knew that there was going to be smoke and a little bit of fire sizzle. Mm. Kind of uh-huh. like an old Western when, the, when they show the credits and the papers burning on the edges. Yeah, that's how it was. Like Bonanza. And the ball went rolling. Then when they, they finally found the ball, it was all Strain. charred. It was, it was strained. Like things was coming off of it. It was weird looking. Because he'd popped it open. Yeah. Threw it too hard. Yeah. Yep. Um, one of the most, when I see the Boston Red Sox jerseys and I see fans coming into the uh, stadium, Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, off of Donald Ross Road in Jupiter, I, uh, I'm reminded of the time I threw a first pitch, and I think it was St. Patrick's Day. Mm. I think it was St. Pat- it was Boston Red Sox, St. Louis Cardinals. So you tell me there's two more devote spring training fan bases than that. Oh, wow. There's not. Yeah, no. It's be hard to find. This is when the Red Sox were at the peak of their powers. So people were coming out to woodwork. Fairweather Johnson fans, anybody who had ever visited the city of Boston, and obviously their fans were all up because this was when they were winning their championships. St. Louis Cardinals had the best fans in baseball. Cardinals fans are the most educated, the most devout, most loyal. They're the, in fact, St. Louis Cardinal baseball fans are probably the best fan base in all sports. Wow. Better than any fan base in any of the other sport, baseball, basketball, hockey, football, even probably soccer, to be honest with you. And if you don't believe me, ask Rick Ankeel. He'll tell you as a, a two-time separate run of a St. Louis Cardinal. Cardinals fans are special. And 
So this means it's St. Patrick's Day or the day before. There's a lot of green. And it was Red Sox and Cardinals. And I walk out there to throw the first pitch. And I tell myself, man, you've done this uh, ten times. But then you look around. There's actually people in the seats. Uh-oh. You're like, oh, no. And they're actually paying attention. Oh, they're, they're probably checking, your, checking out your form. Making, seeing what, what's he going to For whatever do? reason, everybody had to be in their seats. So I'm getting anxious right now thinking about it. Um, everybody was already seated. And it was so close to game time. And I was like, this is different. Because the seats are actually filled. Because the people are paying attention. Mm. And now I've gotten in my own head by saying don't get in your own head. Oh, Sports psychologists no. will tell you, do not think about and focus on the things that you don't want to happen. Don't think about preventing them. Don't ever allow that. Instead, focus on the outcome that you want to see. Visualize. Like Dean with his visualization of his first pitch, the frozen rope that went, sounded just like, pink, pow, pow, ah, ah. And, and then, he, and then he, he, he came back to me and shook my hand and was like, man, that was one of the best pitches I've seen since Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs didn't pitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Theo wants to laugh. What did, what did Wade Boggs do? Was he first base? Was he an outfield? I have no clue. He played third base. That would have never like Wade Boggs. That's off the top of the head. That's the first baseball player. Well, I know I know a couple of uh, p- players from the Red Sox. Wade okay. Boggs and Johnny Damon. Those are the players that I remember. Johnny Damon was just on Stolen Banowitz's Instagram story because Johnny Damon was playing with the Savannah Bananas. No, he was. Yeah. No kidding. I was with Johnny Damon at an event last November in Miami. And uh, he looks just like him. He looks like the Johnny Damon from the 2004 American League Championship. Well, he's got a beard. He looks like Captain Caveman. But uh, he had his championship ring on. You know, World oh, yeah. Series ring on. But he, he played for the picks. Savannah Bananas. That's my favorite b- baseball team of all time. Of all time. Is it yeah. because of the name? Well, no, because they dance and stuff. They'd oh, be out okay. there twerking. <laughs> if, if, Dean were, if Dean were going to be an athlete outside of fighting, yeah. it'd, have been I'd be a, it'd be a Savannah Banana. Yeah. Cause he, I like he'd, it. Yeah, he'd be dancing and singing and yeah. putting on magic like, tricks and real comedy Real talk, act. man, if I was younger, I would try, to, I would try out for them. To be on like a, a base runner or something. You do have to kind of be decent at baseball. Though, well, I mean, I, I could just be a base runner. But Doesn't you get a base runner? You got to be kind of fast too. Then I mean, be, back in the day, I was fast. Yeah, but okay. he's a, he's a five tool entertainer. Yeah. yeah. So forget about baseball. Yeah, he's not worried about. He got singing, yeah. dancing, acting, comedy, and being stupid. And the stupid I'm part's the biggest part of being a banana. <laughs> yeah. So he's got it in the bag. By the way, Tina's here today also. I'm here today. Patiently waiting your turn. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm just chilling. Uh-huh. Just waiting on the ballpark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Dean Dogs. Well, yeah. Why are you excited about being a spring trainer? I just think like the fans are different when it comes to spring training. Like more people come out and it's exciting for spring training. And, you know, we have it here and well, fans Beach. come out as opposed to oh, like, like I feel like regular sometimes, you know, games. Well, like the there's not many. I know. Exactly. So Supply like this demand. is really exciting. Right. Like during spring training, because there's so many more fans. And, you know, we have two ballpark, three ballparks in South Florida that we get to go to. So I'm excited to be at Roger Dean, though. And I want a Dean dog for sure. I got to get that Dean dog. I can't believe we waited this hey, late. You, you I'll go get tri- one before the show. You know what trips me out most about spring training? What's really? that, it's Dean? Not, it's not going to happen today. What is that? But the next time we come out here, I'm sure is you realize how many kids don't go to school. Right, like what do people do for work that Home they school. can come yeah, to I'm spring like, training games? Yeah, I'm like, yo, how are so what? many people out here, all these kids Home out school. here during the one spring training? Games. No, the one o'clock games, I don't know. They, I want to know what people's careers are and jobs are when they come to the one o'clock spring training well, games. Well, so a lot of those people, you know, this is their, their February break, their March break from school. So their kids are in school, they got vacation. When you talk about Cardinals games, those people take their vacation here. 
they come from Missouri and they come here for vacation and I see them on Palm Beach wearing their Cardinals jerseys. Yeah. And then if there's not a ball game here, they'll go down to West Palm Beach and they'll go to the other ballpark. Those people live for baseball and they come down here ritually every year. So a lot of those people, they're on vacation. Yeah. And it makes sense too because especially at Roger Dean here, we got a game every night. Like literally every night through March 26th. Every day. Every day, some of them start at one. Most of them start at one, about four or five night games. But, like, if you do make a vacation out of it, you get to come to South Florida, which right now, if you're in Missouri or anywhere else north of here, Missouri nice already. And then also, you get to pull up and watch baseball every single day. It's pretty good. It's a good game. Yeah, I mean, we're spoiled to have this here, obviously. But when you guys ask, because, you know, we joke about it. When there's one o'clock game on a Tuesday and everybody's here, a lot of those people, they don't live here. They're on vacation. Some of those other people, they took a day off because they're spending the time with the kid doing the thing. Mm. You know, going to the ball game is a uniquely family experience. Going to a baseball game is, is an American family thing. It is a tradition. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it really is. And baseball still is America's pastime. It's not America's favorite sport any longer, most popular, but it is our pastime. And I got a graph that shows us such. Football, obviously, is, as we all know. And Packers GM Brian Gutenkunst is speaking now on the continuing saga of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers still under contract with the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, undecided about what he wants to do, what the organization wants to do, and hasn't really spoken to his general manager since he left his... Uh, For the retreat. His, his uh, fortress of solitude. <laughs> his, uh, his sky cave. Yeah. His, his luxury sky cave. Um, I want you to take a listen to Brian Gutekunst earlier today... Um, with what he said in regard to the situation. Take a listen. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously those com- our feelings haven't changed about Aaron, um, but we, we need to have some of those conversations about our team, where it's going, uh, where he's at, um, you know, before we go forward. Tina, what jumps out to you immediately? Immediately. We've taught you a little something on what people say. It's not just what they say, it's how they say, but it's also not just the uh, what people say, Dean. It's what they don't say. You heard the general manager right there, and he started to say conference, and then he came back. What jumps out immediately to you? I think more what jumps out is that they have to make these decisions about the team, and they don't know what Aaron Rodgers doing, and it's coming to a point where the draft is coming up, and they have to figure out who they want. What's the biggest takeaway from what Brian Gutekun said right there? What yes, jumps out so- to you, T? I need to hear it again. That was very fast. Play it again, Stone. She needs to hear it again. It was too fast. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously those com- our feelings haven't changed about Aaron, um, but we, we need to have some of those conversations about our team, where it's going, uh, where he's at, um, you know, before we go forward. Tina. I think just our team and where it's going. Theo. He has, he's in the dark right now about what Aaron Rodgers wants. It reminds me of, or do you want just a quick or you want me to talk no, about No, no, no. I, I, I don't, listen, he, these guys can talk all they want. Yeah. All right. He has it, no clue. If you're believing what these people are saying, we're not doing our jobs as journalists because our job is not to listen to them it is to find the truth and the truth is oftentimes in the words we choose and or the um (laughs) deception that we attempt the deceit that is clear and obvious um dean Theo answered, Tina answered, what jumps out, just based on what he just said right there, what well, jumps out I'm to you? I'm curious as to know what they felt about him beforehand because he said our feelings haven't changed. They just gave him a big deal. They just gave right. him a three-year deal. So if they just gave him a three-year deal, then they're like, we got to see what we're going to do to move forward. Remember, y'all, he's still in the contract. So for me, the word that jumps out is but because he could have just left it with our feelings about Aaron Rodgers haven't changed. But he said but. 
Now, when we get a butt, we all know, hold on a minute, wait a second, why is a butt necessary? Well, a butt's necessary because he don't want to be the bad guy. The Packers obviously aren't willing to go on the record and saying, yeah, we want him back. He has not said, we want him back, has he? He hasn't said it. He hasn't said, we are expecting, we are planning, has he? No, can't do it. Listen to this bite right here. This is Brian Gutekunst being flat out asked about if he wants Aaron Rodgers to be his quarterback this season. Take a listen. Do you want him back as the quarterback of the Packers? Yeah, I think you know th- those discussions have to happen and making sure that it's the right fit. But um, obviously, we know the kind of player that Aaron is, and um, you know once we have those conversations, we'll, we'll be able to move forward. We'll have more to say. We talk about deception and deceit, the three types of deceit and, and deception. Uh, commission, flat-out lie. Omission, leaving stuff out. Influence, putting all kinds of stuff around it. Senator, did you have sex with that woman? I've been married 35 years. I love Jesus Christ. I go to church every Sunday. I love my family. It's the most important thing in my life. Okay, Senator, but what does that have to do with did you or did you not? Yeah, he asked him a yes or no question There's here. a lot of influence right yeah. there. He said yes or no. Yeah. And, and reporters are getting better at under well, with the exception of Radio Rahim. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting Radio Rahim. Yeah. We got to work, bro. Holler at your boy. I'd yeah. be happy to help you, son, because we got to work on your question asking. Um, reporters are getting better at playing the role of lawyer. Did you, did you not? Yes, no. These things that cause you to either be forthcoming or a little deceptive. I heard a guy in the first answer that told us his feelings about Aaron Rodgers haven't changed. If you end the sentence right there, great. Doesn't mean I believe you, but great. He said, but. And then there was a whole blah, 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 blah. In this spot here, he could have said yes. You could have said no. But if you don't say yes, the answer is closer to no. Yeah, human for sure. beings are default settings unless you're a sociopath. The human mind does not want to lie. The hu- because we have conscience. And the human mind knows what is deceptive and deceitful and doesn't want to. Which is why when Andy Bernard confronts Tina, uh, when Andy Bernard confronts Angela in, in the office and says, are, is it true? Are you having sex with Dwight? And she's like, but I love you. She didn't answer the question. Human beings do not want to lie. We're willing to. Believe me. We're willing to. But Tom Brady got asked, is Tom Brady a cheater? And he said, like to think not. Yeah, like to think not. He didn't say no because we don't want to. This man right here, Theo, you're a sports broadcaster. You know. Is better than these two probably do because you put the mic out and you've been doing this a long time. They answer a question, 90% of the time it's BS. Yeah. Of the 10% it's not BS, part of it isn't true. We're about to get into NFL draft season. And well, the GM said they want to do this. Well, the owner said they want to do that. Everybody talking about Derek Carr going on the visit, Tina, you saw, to the New York Jets. And according to his brother, that free agent visit went really well. Of course it went really well. You know why it went really well? Because you want the other teams to be like, damn, we better do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's going to go sure. with them. Like, they're not going to be like, yo, it was terrible. <laughs> they, they don't really want us. Yeah, they don't want us. Yeah, we they, don't want to be there. Yeah. Why would you depreciate your value? For sure. Uh, agents lie. Owners lie. GMs lie. And there's no more worthless question than before a draft asking someone from the team personnel, um, what, would you, what might you like to do in this first round pick? Uh, you know what the answer to that is? Why the hell would I tell you? Right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> you can't believe anybody. Yeah. But you can believe him. You can believe Brian Gutekunst. You know why? Because he didn't give us absolute answers. He gave us wishy-washy, conditional, with a lot of influence because he doesn't want to lie to us, but he also doesn't clearly know. If he knew they were moving on, he'd probably say something closer to that fact. I'm sure that they are talking to teams. Mm. I'm sure the Packers continue to say, what do you want to give us? And they're in no rush. Why would they be? 
They don't got to pay the man. He's under contract. He can't go anywhere unless they say so. He's their employee. So they're, so they're in a pretty good position, right? Packers in terms of leverage. Place. So, like, in terms of leverage, the Packers have all the leverage right now, right? The, the Packers have more say in this than Aaron Rodgers does, if that makes sense. He's got no trade clause. Okay. But they've got more say than he does. Mm. So, ultimately, are they ready to begin the Jordan Love era? I believe they are. Theo? I, I don't think they're ready to start that era. No? I think they're ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I know they're not confident enough in Jordan Love because we would have saw it already. Like, we would have well, saw why it would from they, Why would they move on from Aaron Rodgers if they weren't ready to try the, the guy they used with the first-round pick? Because they know what Aaron Rodgers gets them, and it's headaches and missing the playoffs. Like, what is going to happen differently next season for the Packers with Aaron Rodgers if they do try to keep him and rebuild around them? A big cap hit and another time they the six of, They won six of the last seven, though, right? And it was cute. And what, they, what, what happened on week 18? Yeah. Well, they, they lost at home to so the who? Bears in no, a must-win game. No, the Detroit Lions. Oh, Detroit Lions, excuse me, who, in who a must-win game. Who are passing up the Packers right now with Jared Goff? Like, you don't have the roster or the ability around it, like the assets, to build around Rodgers to make but a contender. Are you, are you, so, from what you're saying. Are, They're in a terrible spot. From what you're saying, the Packers might move on from Rodgers, but not because they want to see Jordan Love. The Packers will move on from Rodgers because Rodgers don't want to be there and the Packers don't want Rodgers. It's, it has nothing to do with their confidence in Jordan Love. I'm not sure if Rodgers doesn't want to be there. I'm not sure that he doesn't want to be there. I know that he wants to be wanted. He wa- he wa- like, you know what I said? I don't want to go to anything. I just want to be invited to everything. Yeah, but you know, you know not, well, do the Packers true. want him? I don't want to go to y'all's little parties and get-togethers, but I want to be invited. Yeah. Rodgers wants to be invited so that he can, well, you know what? Shoot, they want me. They really are expecting me. Rodgers, like LeBron, needs to be needed, yeah. wants to be wanted, no matter what he says. Dean? Yeah, but that's a control issue, and that's something that he's got to work out himself. You well, know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't got nothing to do with the Packers. Really, almost they, you know what I'm saying? If they want like, – the fact that he just wants to be wanted so he can be in control of whether he wants to go or it not, may be, that's, that's petty. Yeah. It, may, it may be a control issue, but it may be something more pertaining to trauma. Uh, it could be something involving, uh, psychologically speaking, those things come from inferiority complex, not feeling worthy because the um, circumstances of your life. How, and did, your his, how did his journey with the NFL start? In the green room, waiting for somebody to pick him. Like, there's reasons why he could feel that way. Then he was neglected by Brett Favre, Hall of Fame quarterback, who didn't want to bench him. He had to sit and wait. He had to sit and wait on the bench. He he had so many things you can point to to where he might feel like, I want to be needed, and he's doing the same antics Brett Favre did on his way out. But I think both parties don't want each other. But the GM, you can't drive down the value. I think what you were saying was spot on, but he's not going to just go out and say it, we're moving Aaron Rodgers, then you lose some value in it. Yeah, you, you, what you want is these teams to think that you're real close to a deal with a different team. Yeah. Because if I can do that, I can get you to drive your price up. I'm trying to get desperation. I'm trying to get you to give more than you plan to. I think that Aaron Rodgers plays this season. I think he does it elsewhere. I think he does it in Las Vegas or he does it in New York or he does it in New Orleans. Maybe he decides to go to the New Orleans and say, you know what, I'm, a, I'm just not going to the AFC. That's crowded over there. That's Joe Burrow and that's Josh Allen and that's Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go to the NFC. I'm going to go in the weakest division in football. I'm going to go be a New Orleans Saints. I'm going to go play inside the dome, those conditions. I'm going to throw 6,000 yards passing and 52 touchdowns. And I'm going to win the division guaranteed. I'm already in the playoffs. I like it. I can one-up you, though, the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Man, will you better leave them alone? Around stop, you. man. Stop, I'm, stop, just, man. I'm, not, I'm just saying. Is a better situation? I think it might be a better situation. Frank Reich is supposed to be the quarterback whisperer. You got DJ Moore. You have decent, like, talent around you. You have a good yeah. run game. Yeah. Uh, Rob Domowski, who covers the Packers, the Packers, including for ESPN, uh, tweeted out, Gooden Koontz, that's the GM we just heard from of the Packers, said, Jordan Love is, quote, 
absolutely ready to be a starter, and they've been in regular communication with him and his agent about what's happening. There's an indicator. Also, Demosky tweeted out, Gutenkunst on whether he wants Rodgers back. You heard, quote, he's a great player, but until we have those conversations, I think all options are on the table. We need to have those conversations. We want what's best for the Green Bay Packers, what's best for him, so we'll get to that coming up. Um, okay. And then Domowski tweeted out, GM Brian Gunnikunst is in session with the Packer reporters at the Combine, said he hasn't spoken much with Aaron Rodgers since the end of the season meetings, Boom. but still hopes for a decision before free agency. So what this Boom. says is we don't really care what you think. We don't need to know what you want. You know what I'm saying? We don't need to know what you want. What we need to know is what these teams are willing to give us for you. Yeah. He, their top priority is not, Aaron, what do you want to do? Their top priority is, what can we get for Aaron? Does this make sense? And if so, hey, Aaron, I think this might be what you want to do. Because remember, he still has that no-trade clause. They can't send him wherever they want. Yeah. He, he's got final say in that. Dean. I don't know about y'all, but I just had a, a bit of a distraction. That cartoon smoke hand of one of these – vendors around here that smell just whiffed through the air I and did. tapped me on the shoulder I heard. And, and did the little come, come this way. So, so in a cartoon, like a Tom and Jerry from the 40s, yes. when there would be the smell waffling through the air. Yeah, waffling through the air, the hand, the smell. And then it would it turns, be smoke. It was smoke. Like a wave. Yeah, and then it turns into a hand as it gets closer to you. And it taps and then you. Then it taps you. Ding, ding, ding. And then it turns and then it does the Summon. come this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you follow it. It just hit me. And right I'm now, trying to hit that. Right now, the vi- <laughs> we know you are. Yeah. What else is new? <laughs> right now, the visual I have is a pie cooling in the window <laughs> on an old cartoon. Yeah. Right? That, I mean, that's the visual. That's the visual. But, it was, but, it, but I could smell it was, it was some sort of meat. Yeah. Right, you can smell I think it too. It's a well, dog. You, it might be a dean dog. Dean dog calling your name. I mean, don't forget, we opened the show with you talking about getting that big old piece of meat. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. Don't you worry, Delectable. Theo. We'll get you a big old piece of meat one way or the other. Yeah. Where will Rodgers be way. week one in September? Where will he be? Theo, you say Green Bay? No. he won't. No. All right. Where? 100% no. Ah, if I had to pick Vegas, Vegas is All easy. right. Tina? Not Green Bay, and I actually like Vegas. I wouldn't want to play in the AFC West. I got Justin Herbert, and I got Patrick Mahomes. No, thanks. Don't forget Danger Russ. I'm good. No, I'm good on that. <laughs> I, I, I want three more of those. Yeah. Let me, let me get two more of those. Yeah, let me get, get two more of those. Where will he be, Tina? Week one, September. I said I like Vegas, the Raiders. You like Vegas too? Dean? Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville. Oh they they got a franchise quarterback. Why? Looks just like Tina. Yeah. Oh, yeah With a giant head. Yes. Yeah, that's right. It's true. Oh, he's uh, uh, Miami. They got a quarterback. He's, man, he's quitting. He got a fragile head. <laughs> man, he, that's what I'm saying. That dude, that dude got so concussed, he still don't know where he's at. Um. Two is skull though is like a waterbed. Yeah, <laughs> there's a little bit of firm. Yeah, but like if you push hard enough, yeah, it's like, everything moves it's around. It's got like a baby's head. You know, yeah. like that little soft. Yeah, soft head. Somebody offered that he, they would teach him judo to learn how to. I told, and I was, I'm telling you, that's what I was talking about. Okay. And I think that's a great idea because as a judo player, like you have a better sense of awareness when you're this. going down. Okay, cool. Remember, that's we we discussed this. We talked about it, and Dean, you said he really should learn judo and possibly some jujitsu. But judo was about tossing and being tossed. You brought this up. Yeah. He's actually gone down this, and you guys were like mocking it. Was it you guys on Kevin Bigelow? I was laughing at it for sure. Cat, Cat was like, "There's nothing to laugh about." Yeah. If you were going to stuntman school, most important thing is to know how to fall. Yeah. Same thing here in the instance of because Tool winds up falling on his back, smacking the back of his head against the ground. All the time. There's ways for him to fall that doesn't happen, and as you get concussed, it's easier for you to be concussed subsequently. 
And I'm shocked with my concussions that I even just said and subsequently. Subsequently. I'm so proud of myself, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, good job. When we return, our buddy, the GM of Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, Mike Bauer, will join us live here on the home team. Plus, uh, Theo is now living a whole new world of drama and stress. Mm. Welcome to Theo's world. I don't want to join you inside of this. But best of luck to you, brother. You know I'm here for you if you need to talk. I appreciate it. I got you. We'll get into that next. We are live from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. It is Boston and the Miami Marlins. First pitch, 640. Still time for you to get tickets. Come through. Home team on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 106.3. It is a Twin Peaks Tuesday, but the home team took the show on the road, delivered by Brightline to Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. It's Red Sox and Miami Marlins coming up at 6.40 Eastern time. Uh, A perfect night to come out for some Major League Baseball action and to see the new rules in full effect. And you know that times have changed. When I see that the old chalk, there go Jay Zeger, shout out Zeger, the old chalkboard, Theo, the old chalkboard with the starting lineups yeah. is now replaced with a vertical LED high-definition monitor. You're pointing up that way, and I can't even, oh, oh I okay, see I see, oh, yes. Yeah, no more is the chalkboard yeah. with in the seven hole, yeah. batting eighth, now it's just a digital display. It almost looks like you're ordering from a restaurant. It does. From Look a at fast that. casual. Look at this. Dean oh, Thomas yeah. with a quick lesson on Kaiser University. Dino. So do you have the best chili recipe? Do you want to be a chili taster? Or maybe you want to be a vendor and have a booth come out to the Kaiser University Chili Cook-Off. That takes place Saturday, March 25th. It's from noon to 3 at Kaiser's flagship campus in West Palm Beach. It's a family fun event open to everyone and the winning team will receive $300 in cash. I might have to post up and get, get up, $300 in get cash. Get up, stand up. Yes, and the proceeds will benefit the Kaiser Aquatic Center. So sign up now to be a vendor or get tickets at forms.kaiseruniversity.edu slash chili cookoff. It is a tradition truly unlike any other for us that live here in South Florida that are graced to be in the Palm Beach and the Treasure Coast, and that is the start of spring training baseball season, Major League Baseball at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. Our buddy Mike Bauer is here. Theo, it's going to blow your mind. Mike Bauer knew Dean Thomas in high school. I heard about this last year, so it didn't blow. It blew my mind last year. Mike Bauer, <laughs> Mike Bauer said Dean used to get beat up all the time. In high I school. did. I did. That's why I had to learn how to fight. He was a quiet kid, though, right? I mean, you guys were both kind of quiet, I think. Or was he a clown? Was Dean a clown? I forget. We were in different circles, for sure. But he was always very nice. Right? Oh no, like, he, you were in a circle. He was in a square. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you guys were in different shapes. Yeah, forget about circles. I'm a, I'm a circle now. Yeah. I, I I gotta say, Mike. You know, you just brought something up to me before we came back on that I didn't realize. We um, had spring training 2020 interrupted one and a half weeks in with COVID. 2021, there was no spring training. And last year, there was the lockout, strike, shortened. This is our first return to what we knew for spring training baseball since 2019. Yeah, and it feels so good. You know, it does. To have the 30 games in front of us, know we're going to play mm. and know who the opponents are. We're going to have fans in the building. There's no, you know, social distancing or any of that. Yeah. Here we go. And I know it's the start of spring training. 
when I see your lovely faces from the home team. Oh, oh so sweet. So nice. Yeah. So sweet. Well, when you said home team, keep in mind, Theo's not a member of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, just a, he's just a loner. Not yeah. yet. We treat him like a, like a teenage runaway that we are letting <laughs> sleep on the shed. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Without me, we wouldn't be here at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium today, so I still add value to the home That's team. That's not true. If you weren't no, here, no. we would still be here doing, Mike knows, we'd still be here doing the damn show. No, you wouldn't. By your logic, we wouldn't have been here every year before. Damn right. <laughs> And you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it right now. I I am grateful, however, that down the first baseline, every pillar doesn't have a giant photo of my head because I'm tired of the DMs of people flipping me off and picking my nose and doing horrible things to my face. Now it's the four of us, Theo, then me, then Dean, then Ken. And you'll notice that it's four handsome faces across the bottom. It's no longer Dean being the face. Of sports, I which, is, which is I'm a little upset about that yeah. because I am the face of Palm Beach in the Treasure Coast sports. You like are. I really am the face. Right. That's We're, the only troubling part. I we'll miss having that. that right in the middle at Dean yeah. Thomas. Um, I, I asked on Twitter, Bust. Josh on air on Twitter, about people's favorite part about going to spring training. For me, it's the weather. It's that time of the year where the weather's perfect. For me, it's the fact that we've got Major League Baseball, all the stars, the broadcasters, right here within literally arm's reach. For me. It is drinking a cold beer in the warm sun and getting a Dean dog, mm. like Theo talked about. Mm. Mm. But there's always new food items or at least reimaginations of. That's part of the allure and fun of coming to Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. So uh, I see that we've got a platter in front of us, and we'll try and describe. But what do we have here, Mike Bauer? So we've got three very tasty items for you here. And, and, and keep in mind, these aren't going to help your waistline. But we've got the what traditional is? Dean yeah. dog. That is a all-beef hot dog. Mm, mm. And you've got the peppers and onions, the, the spicy mustard. That's the way that I like oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Then you've got your, your, your flavors from Miami. You've got the Cuban sandwich here. This is your oh, traditional yeah. Cuban with the, the ham, the uh, pickles, the pickles, the mustard. And, and you can make it however you want. But Love it. Traditional style. And then we got the mahi tacos over here. That's our ah. signature item at Roger Dean, especially the folks when they come down from Missouri. They want the mahi. They want the fish. They get the tacos. There you have it. Um, boy, everything I looks fantastic. I can't wait to eat that Dean dog. And y'all ain't getting none of it because it got my name on it. <laughs> it's cut it's, up into pieces so we can each have a bite. It's, a nope, it's mine. It got my two. name on it. Hey, are we cutting? Last year, we all had our own individual Dean dog. We cutting costs here this year, Mike? What's well, up, man? We can bring you whatever you need. I'm a greedy Theo. Like the sh- item. I would like the record to show that Mr. I'm the reason we're here yeah. is about to be the reason that we're kicked out. I'm about to lose, I'm about to lose the contract over to Dean Dog, but that lets you know how good the Dean Dog is. That's, that's, I'm willing to lose it. Mike Bauer, GM, Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, spring training 2023, a return to normalcy. The first full spring training since 2019. Mm. You know how much hair I still had in 2019? I know. You know how many lines were not in my face in 2019? I mean, you had a head full of hair like John Stamos now look at you. You know, like John Stamos, yeah. really? <laughs> What's amazing is that you had literally no career in 2019, and now you're the now king me. of all now media. Look at, now I'm on the poster. Can you believe that? Now look at me. But let's get back. RogerDeanChevroletStadium.com information. You said 30 spring training games, daytime, nighttime, fireworks, all the above. Yeah, so we're in game four now. We've got the Red Sox tonight, 640. It's a huge but, draw, always. But we have 26 more games to go between now and March 26th. Mm. We've got two other night games. We've got one in the afternoon on the 11th. Uh, our, our non-common opponents this year, Red Sox, Yankees, Tigers, and Rays. Love along it. with the two guys down the street, the Mets up the road. Yep. 
come see us. It is spring training baseball. You are literally an arm's reach away from the greatest players in the world, and there's nothing like it. It feels warm in the sun. Sometimes you're in the shade and the weather gets just right and a breeze might get cool for a couple days. That cold beer, and you can smell that right now. Mm -hmm. You can smell that. A hot dog, a Dean dog. Watching the game, but this year it's different because baseball is more exciting now than ever. And I know the purists will say, but what about? No, what about nothing? Baseball's never been more exciting than it is right now, particularly in person, because these new rule changes have to be seen in three dimension with depth perception to truly understand the base is different, base running is different as a result. Batters back in the box before the pitch clock says eight seconds, uh, 20 seconds if there's runners on, 15 without. Baseball's different now. It's 23 minutes faster, as a matter of fact, than it was a year ago. Yeah, you know, and a lot of these rules that are new to the fans this year, we've been testing in the minor leagues for mm. several years. Yep. You know, the larger bases, I think we're going from 15 to 18 inches, Correct. has shown that it reduces collisions, especially at first base, and it's a safety thing for our players. Yep. So check the box. It's a great thing, yep. right? Then you have the pitch clocks, and, and we've been able to shave, I think it's close to 35 minutes off our games in the Florida State Leagues no kidding. over the last three years. So if it speeds up the game, it, it creates more constant action, more offense, that's fantastic. I'm here for that. Great. And you, I am and here you for said that. three inches makes a major difference. Theo knows about that. Come on now. Come on. Come on. <laughs> All about that. No, the size of the bases. Oh, yeah, oh, the yeah, bases yeah. too. Yeah, the right, bases yeah. too, yeah. Um, so uh, – <laughs> With the pitch clock, um, we see you, you got to stay focused on the game. We live in an attention, you know, attention spans have never been shorter. People have to be constantly amused, entertained, check their phones, etc. But now you can't because baseball, boom, boom, pitch, boom, boom. This game is moving with or without you. Um, I love that addition. But the one rule I would love to see happen to Major League Baseball, and we do it in baseball with the uh, eagle eye. We do it with the ability, Hawkeye, excuse me, with the ability to have automatic line calls in or out. Are you in or are you out on a computer-generated strike zone that is consistent every single day for every batter and every pitcher on every team? Would you like to see that with an umpire still buying on plate just in case, but the actual ball and strike be called by the computer? In or out on that, Mike Bauer? Well, technology has taken over our world, but I'm a purist, right? Like, I, I like the game in its current state in a lot of ways, but you want to get the calls right. Right. It's for people above my head that are going to make those decisions. Yeah. But as a fan, yeah. I'm a purist. Mm. So as a fan, you like that margin of error. You know, I do. I like the human element. You know? I like the human element as well, but I, if it's going to be a strike, like Dean and I are big on scoring an MMA and why it needs to be open so everyone knows what the score It's the only sport in the world in which nobody knows who's winning. And it's not fair. And fights are lost as a result of it. No one's, none of fights are ever won because of right. it. They're lost because of it. Mm. Dean and I read a chapter of a book, Scorecasting, in which they illustrated that if the count is, is oh, uh, three balls and no strikes, they will call a strike on a ball that 72% of the time would be a ball otherwise. I want it to always be that ball, that strike. Consistency for both the pitcher and for the hitter. I think it would speed up the game more. I think it would create a more exciting because then the pitcher knows what he can and can't get away with immediately, and the batter knows exactly what his strike zone is. Well, I don't know what it means for the major leagues in the future, but we have also tested the ABS system, automatic, automatic balls and strikes right. in the minor leagues. Right. And so when a ball comes over the, the plate, 
the umpire has a little earpiece and a little thing clipped to their belt, and mm -hmm. they're going to hear ball or strike in their ear, and they know for a fact it's 100% accurate, and they can make the call based on the technology. Uh, so he yeah. can use it if he wants. But if he doesn't use it, why is he disobeying the system? That's, uh -huh. that's, the, that's the trick. No, they're supposed to be using it every time. Right. You know, so that's what I want. That's the new technology that could be on the horizon. This spring training, Mike Bauer here at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, just off of I-95, so easy to get to, Donald Ross Road. What are you most excited about? We've got the return to normalcy of spring training, a full slate. But what are you most excited about this spring training season? I'm excited about bringing the entertainment of baseball to families. Yeah. You know, you talked about everything's on your phone as you were holding it up. And yep. you, you know, this is two and a half hours of uninterrupted family time. Correct. You know, it is, it is the emotion to the game. It is the emotion with your family. Come have a hot dog. Sit in the stands. Enjoy the, the, the beautiful weather. You say it's the best time of the year weather-wise. Yep. I agree with you 100%. Yep. There's no better way to get out outside with the family, spending some quality time than at a baseball game. Interesting, Dean, that when I asked him what he's most excited about, no mention of Theo. I know. Whatsoever. He said no, well, nothing about whatsoever. Theo. Yeah. He, he don't have to mention that. What's, what's understood ain't got to be explained. And, and also, what I wonder, too, is... <laughs> what's understood ain't got to be explained? <laughs> what's understood ain't got to be explained. Yeah, you ain't heard I that? I like that. Me and Mike, I mean, come on. You thought you Mike and Dean went way back. Me and Mike, come on. We, in fact, Mike just recently reintroduced himself to me at a press conference two weeks ago. I'm like, Mike, we know each other, dude. Like, what? <laughs> Mike walked up is to me. Is that true? Yes. Well, I was just being kind. Is, there, is there a reason why Theo continues to shame Mike Bauer, the GM know, here at Chevrolet? Yeah, I don't First, he was talking all this smack about, oh, we're getting cheated out of food. Me, and now yeah, it's like, you reintroduced, he doesn't yeah. know who I am. Well, I'm hungry. Truth God. be told, that day I had, a, I had a suit on. Yeah. And three people said, boy, I didn't recognize you with a suit on. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm always. But what's it got to do with you not recognizing Theo? Well, well was, he recognized I, me. He, he came up and introduced himself to me like we don't. Well, he was, like we I, haven't. That's what I'm saying. Time. What he was almost trying to do the Jay Z thing. Allow me to reintroduce oh, myself. My name is Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you should, if he would have did that, I would have. D B to the bizarre. Yeah, the B to the. Yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be way too hard. Mike Bauer, general manager, Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium Spring Training 2023, Miami Marlins, St. Louis Cardinals. Thank you, as always, my brother. We'll see you in the pit for Kenny Chesney one of these days. Well, That's why I normally see you. I'm going to Tortuga. Will I see you there? Uh -oh. I'll, I'll, as of now, I'll be a Tortuga. As of now, That's trouble. I'll be a Tortuga. All right. So we'll see you there. All right. And it's spring training. Uh, Theo, the website once again. RogerDeanChevroletStadium.com. That's where you can go to get your tickets every single day until March 26th. Like Mike said, uh, there are games being played at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. And we know it for a fact because spring training baseball is back in full effect. I'm excited. Thank you, as are we. Thank you, Mike Bauer. Looking forward to eating this here during the break. The food at the ballpark, spring training time. Always that's good. what it's all about. It's not the hokey pokey. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Tina was super excited today because they were giving away free what? Did she even take advantage of it? I'm not sure, but we'll find out what that is next. Plus, Theo now is living a whole new world of <laughs> drama and stress. Welcome to that life. Mm. Enjoy yourself. It's tough. You know what they say, better you than me. Yep. So congratulations, better you than me. We are live from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. But a quick reminder right now that Dean, much like Tina and myself and great world-class athletes like Dustin Poirier, is all about Celsius because it's essential energy to live fit. And that's right. It's not your average energy drink. It's made with premium ingredients and gives you all the essential energy you need without any crash, without any jitters. I know for me, I know I like to grind and sometimes I get a little tired. That's why I have Celsius heat. It comes in seven tasty flavors and it is designed 
to give me optimum performance and always the energy boost that I need. So whether I'm covering a UFC event or I'm training my athletes, Celsius has my back. Get yours today. Celsius, essential energy, live fit. The Queen Tea, S2T2, spicy, sassy tequila Tina was excited as hell today because they were giving away free what did she even take advantage of? i'm gonna bet no i'm gonna bet she I didn't even take so. advantage of we'll find out what that is next theo dorsey dean thomas brother love and the queen t live from roger dean chevrolet stadium home team on espn 106.3 You're listening to Josh Cohen and the Home Team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. It's a Twin Peaks Tuesday. Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge for eats, drinks, and scenic views. This is ESPN 106.3. Taking the Home Team on the road, courtesy of Brightline, goldbrightline.com. We're inside the 4 o'clock hour, which is fueled by Celsius, as we come to you live from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium in Jupiter, Florida. It is the Boston Red Sox and the Miami Marlins spring training 2023. Dean, why are you laughing? Why is Tina smiling? She couldn't wait till the break to take a bite of the Dean dog. Tina, tell us. Yeah, uh, Tina, tell us all about the 20 for 20. The 20 for 20 this Friday, (laughs) (laughs) starting at 12 a.m. until 8 p.m. We'll have live local. Eat your damn hot dog. Let me enjoy my Dean dog. It's really good. But but here's the thing, though. Your priorities, though, I do have to say. (laughs) Your priorities are amazing to me. Yeah. Because, like, before the show, what you weren't concerned about, like, the rundown, the content, any of the planning that. But when I was taking just a little half a selfie of me and Dean and Theo to show where I was as far as in the building, you ran over, dropped everything because to get I in the knew, picture. I knew. I said rude. And I, then you said rude like like, like your priority was being in the picture, uh-huh. not being a part of the show. Hey, I set up the whole show. Mm. Yes, you did. Mm. Thank you very much, Chief Engineer Tina. Yeah. John C. Cassidy, the cool zone out in right field forever and ever and ever here at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. They are the first and last name for your air conditioning and for your plumbing needs. People are like, why do you keep telling about John C. Cassidy? I keep telling you because every day someone else has their AC break or a plumbing issue or they realize, damn it, we better get this taken care of before it's going to be costly and time-consuming replacement. Avoid that. Save time money. Save uh, aggravation. Uh, save time, money, and aggravation with the Cassidy Care Program. Call 561-863-6750. 561-863-6750. They are a family-owned business, local family. John's dad started the company in 1960. Do the math. That's 63 years of doing right by people. If you treat people right, you're honest with them, and you have integrity, they will always utilize your service. And that's the Cassidy way. It's the right way. 561-863-6750 for the first and last name in air conditioning and plumbing. John C. Cassidy. The cast of the Sandlot just walked in. I know. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Yeah, the kid in the back was a little rough. Yeah. He intimidated me. I made, I made eye contact yeah, with a rough-looking 12-year-old, yeah. and I felt a little bit like I should put my eyes somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> Tina was all excited today, wasn't she, Dean? Theo wasn't on the text chain, I don't think, just yet. Yeah. He was not. I missed it. What's up? Tina was all excited this morning. She was typing with exclamation marks uh-huh. at like 8.30 in the morning. She's all excited. Oh, my God, you guys are giving away free blank at blank. What, what are you all excited about? Today is National Pancake Day. It is? And you can get free oh, pancakes man. at IHOP, but from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. <gasps> why, yep. does, why did Theo go, oh, man? Why? I'm screwed. Why? I'm screwed. Because you're a pancake guy? You like pancakes? No. So, like, last week, Ashley told me that today was going to be National Pancake Day, and she was like, 
are you going to make me pancakes? And I said, who's, yeah. Who's Ashley? Ashley is my fiance. Oh, because uh, on your phone it keeps ringing and it says Bethany. Well, that's, yeah. a, different, that's, that's a different situation. That's, oh, that's his oh. different phone. Yeah, come on yeah. now. That's you know. yeah, I was going to say, when did you get a second phone? You know, we at Baseball Park, you know, relief pitcher. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, look. No. <laughs> no. <You're getting> pictures. <laughs> no. Uh, no, 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 no. But no, I was supposed to make her pancakes today. I was supposed to make it her pancakes today. It ain't too late. Today. But here's the thing. She remembered. And I she know. remembered that you forgot. Yeah. So you've I'm got sorry. To, I should I'm, include you on the group text. You've yes. got to pretend like you didn't forget and make them tonight. Evening what? pancakes. Because breakfast for dinner is special. The yes. best. Everybody knows that breakfast for dinner is special. I got to do it up. I got to get some toppings going and everything now. I, I, Chocolate man, chip. I'm so glad that you, uh, thank you, Tina. You're welcome. Tina's always clutch. T- Tina was all excited. She's like, they're doing free pancakes. Pancakes. <laughs> um, a, they're not a partner of ours. B, you didn't go get any. I did not. None I'm more of, us, of a waffle gal. None of us did. The line, I, didn't, I didn't go. Have you ever done it, though? I mean, not to give mm-hmm. IHOP too much pub, but no. back in college. You got to wait like an hour. You got to wait in line forever for like two free pancakes, and you still got to buy the rest of your meals. It's not worth it. To me, <laughs> it's, not <laughs> worth no, it's not. It's not worth it's it. It's not worth it. <laughs> By the way, uh, Theo's. Future in sports is uncertain. Yeah. But you know they got the consumer guy yeah. who's looking out for you? Yeah. That's going to be Theo. Yeah, for sure. Ringing an alarm bell and stuff yeah, man, on you, the TV. You could probably just start doing TikToks doing this. Here we go. You could, yeah. be, the, you could be the TikTok uh, frugal guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Because, like, that's what I say every year. I'm like, I see a line of people, and I'm like, y'all are waiting an hour and 25 minutes for 30 cents of pancake. Come on. <laughs> for 30 cents <laughs> of pancake. is money. For, and then you're going to wind up, you got to spend your own money for other stuff, which is great. But, like, why are you waiting in line for the free That is pa- true. For what? Like, that means that your labor rate it literally is, is, what, 20 cents an hour. Yes. Yeah. So, like, you're, you're worth 20 cents an hour in your life. It's like the time that I spent how many hours doing the props for the Super Bowl, and I won 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. You we, spent, like, five hours we, doing all the props. It turned out it was, it was, like, making $2 an hour. Yeah. You know what's Murphy. killing me? I just know there's a guy right now in his car at a left turn signal getting ready to go to IHOP. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, okay, instead of this left, I'm making a U-turn. If it's like free, it's for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you dang. know that guy. You know that yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, we're inside the cocktail hour. Tina had a stranger in her house, and she claims that this stranger would not leave her alone. Plus, this man had his mother's what tattooed on his arm? Tina will explain. Mm. Plus, Tom Brady is now saying that he's not going to do what after all? Brady's going to clarify this. We'll tell you what that is coming up next. We are live from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium here for spring training. Home team, ESPN 1063.